Listen, especially you know. if y'all been out here, you know, because some of y'all be having three, four girls at a no, time. No, we're not me. talking about that. We're talking about dating to marry. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you dating a whole bunch of people. I'm not people talking be dating about three or four people and then get married the next week. EJ, this is not what this is. This is not what we do, doing here. This is not what we talking about and promoting here. Okay, I'm just trying to be. No, you don't no. know it's gonna come across. Okay, so you promote what we talking about. We don't have to and be all inclusive with that. Okay. That flu gaze. I still think it's. I think it's still tricky though. I don't think so. Cause, Cause you did it. Yeah, to an extent. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You trying to make it very convoluted and confusing. If you are dating. To marry, you can start the process of setting boundaries. Okay, start. We're starting the process. The boundaries ain't set yet. We just yes, there the are boundaries. You already have boundaries as yourself as an individual person in your relationship. You should have boundaries because you're not going to let anybody talk to your girl any type of way, say anything any type of way. If your girl says something to you about your family, then you have that conversation. You're going to respect and acknowledge what she says. That's there. If you want to do something and say, "Hey, babe, I want to go out," people who are dating do that all the time. Hey, babe, my parents want me to come home. What you got going on this weekend? It's the same thing. When I was single, I moved. Just stop because you did. <laughs> I, moved. I cannot. I moved how I wanted to move. And then I got married and things changed. Nah, she's right. She's right. Sorry, I got a little. I know. But that's what that makes good content. Mm -hmm. Episode of the Marriage Conversation. My name's EJ. My name is Nikea. <laughs> and we are the Big Tuffies. <laughs> what? Yeah. So today, what are you laughing for? We're gonna be talking about an important topic. I mean, all the, the topics are important in my opinion. Ooh, I forgot what we're talking about. It's gonna be a surprise to me. We're talking about leaving and cleaving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to insert that clip from Jumping the Broom. Yeah, so left and cleft. Yeah, so it's it's an important topic because, in my personal opinion, I feel like everybody may not understand what that means as it relates to their marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, I guess I'll just start with laying some substrata for you. You know, word of the day. <laughs> I don't even know uh, what that means. Uh, so for me. Uh, leave and cleave means my parents raised me up to become a man and when I asked Nikea to be my wife and that was performed at the marriage ceremony from there on I became Nikea's responsibility and she became my responsibility and so no longer is it the responsibility of my parents to, to take care of me to make sure that I'm fed, all of those types of things. Um, and Nakia is number one as it relates to my responsibilities. So, and again, this, this is gonna sound harsh because everybody may not believe this way, but this is just a biblical, biblical principle and a biblical um, explanation. So it's God, then my wife, then everybody else. Or the kids, then everybody else. Okay. And so, you know, that means that my parents, my siblings, my my friends, all of those people come 
after my wife and my immediate kids, immediate family. And so, immediate kids. <laughs> you know, my, my immediate kids, but she, you know what I mean. So, again, that's my found, that's my understanding of the scripture and my understanding of leave and cleave. And I know that everybody may not subscribe to that way of thinking and to that um, ideology, but that's the way that I interpret it. What about you? I was trying to find the scripture. Real quick. Uh, okay. And share it with the people. Yeah, so so they could so y'all can go and look it up for yourself <laughs> and get and get your own interpretation of it. You find it? Mm -hmm. Search right. on the Bible app. Give me two seconds, y'all. Alright, we Bible verses. Uh, Genesis 2.24. Genesis 2.24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Yeah. That's the King James Version. King James. It said Genesis 2.24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me. Yeah. But, like I was saying earlier, like it says, a man, and I mean, I know that that could be interpreted different, but what I was saying, my mom and dad groomed me up to be self-sufficient. Oh, so this was after uh, God had created Eve for Adam. Harper, what are you doing? Why are you walking down the stairs? With heels on? You got shoes on? Uh, yeah. You got on my red shoes? Okay, we're trying to record. All right, go ahead. Thank you. But this is after um, God had created Eve for Adam because he was lonely. And then, oh, that's my pen. And then Adam says, at last, the man exclaimed, this one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Now the man and the wife are both naked. Oh, but there we go. Yeah, I was like, you got a whole biblical lesson. Right, so, yeah, what's, so what's your understanding? This makes sense. I feel like leaving and cleaving is you are not dependent on your parents anymore and you are self-sufficient and also you take on the responsibility of another person. So you're able to take care of yourself as well as take care of another person. And that pertains to marriage, that's your spouse. So, and I agree with EJ when he said, your spouse comes first. And in our order, it's God, spouse, children, then family. So if my husband comes to me and needs something and my daddy comes to me and needs something, it's my husband first. And my daddy shouldn't be coming to me first for something because he has a spouse, so he should go to her first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, it's a chain of command in a sense. And I feel like it just makes sense because um, in marriage, you, if you choose to have a family, you know, you're going to have kids, but your kids are only with you for an appointed time. So once they get older, they're going to do their own thing. So you have to be good within your marriage because you can't just be here for the kids. And once the kid leaves or kids leave, you're going to be sitting there looking at each other like, who is this person? So that's why it's important to cleave. And when I was Googling leave and cleave, it also said leave, cleave, and weave. Oh, I never heard that before. 
Can you give an example of what it may look like? What? Leaving Cleve. Or example of when somebody's not leaving the Cleveland. I think an example is what always comes to mind is uh Act Like a Man. That uh, movie where he's like he changed his mom's name and his phone to get with the girl and lying about who he's spending time with and stuff like that. Oh, uh, Tanner's Day's character. Mm -hmm. And I think when it comes to that point where you don't necessarily sever ties, but even his mom in that movie realized that you have to go on and be your own person and live your life. Parents are just here to be nurturers and guides for you for a temporary time and teach you hopefully how to be a good person in general so that you can go out in the world and flourish. Um, but sometimes we get so attached to our parents that we create like this symbiotic relationship where we just we can't leave them like we need them for every single thing we have to ask them for advice anytime they call to ask us to do something we have to jump which not to say you can't do things for your parents but when you have your own family because two people who are married even without kids they're family. family so when you have your own family those are your priorities and i think people become so dependent on their parents and i think even it can look like you get married but you don't move out of the state or city that you live in because you want to be close to your parents even mm. though you're married and you you need them so you can call them and be like hey i need money for this or so and so made me mad and i need to tell you this yeah so i think that can be another way of not um leaving and cleaving because at some point you should be able to leave and cleave to your spouse and be able to talk to them about the issues that's going on or you know, be um, more self-sufficient, I think, in that sense. Yeah, I think you said something earlier, too, that I want to go back to when you were talking about a spouse being so infatuated with, like, the kids and not focusing on the other spouse. Mm -hmm. And, again, I'm no expert or anything, but I feel like a lot of times in my personal experience, I've seen couples who were married for... 30 years, the kids graduate high school and college, and then they get a divorce. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, what in the world could have went wrong after, you know, 30 years of marriage? And I know, again, I'm no expert, and this is me um, assuming that I know what happened in these relationships. Mm -hmm. But I would like to think that a lot of times, like the stay-at-home moms, like all they knew were kids and dad traveling and doing his thing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure that that had some something to do with it like for 30 years you were gone traveling and for 30 years i was at home with these kids and now we sitting here looking at <laughs> each other i don't know you as an adult you don't know me as an adult and we talked about this uh, on a previous episode that people change within the course of a marriage and I, and I expect my kid to change i expect myself to change in the next 10 20 30 40 years and i think it's important that you keep your spouse number one and it's important to keep like date nights and having conversations and things like that mm -hmm. because if you don't you'll find yourself in a situation where divorce may be an option or something like that yeah i think that's where the weave comes in because even if you are a stay-at-home parent there are people who have you know flourishing relationships and there's a stay-at-home parent mm -hmm. and one person may be outside of the house but you have to create those moments where um, you weave your lives together like even though one person stays home and take care of the kids 
the other person should have experiences with the kids as well and also with that person and with that person and the kids you know your life shouldn't be so separate like there should be some point where you come together like I just read this article about celebrities who have unconventional relationships like one of them lives on one coast and one lives in the other or they yeah. have separate houses which I mean for that relationship that may work but it always they in all of the different relationships that I read about they said oh yeah we always come together we see each other like every three weeks or every whatever so time so that works for their relationship if you can see your person every three weeks and that works that's fine if you need to see your person every day that works and that's fine but at some point you have to come together you have to have some type of shared experiences it's like being in a group of people and they have all these inside jokes and you're just sitting there like you don't want to be the outside person when there's inside jokes in your marriage like I would that would make me be I would be mad like if I went somewhere and you just laughing kiki kiki with everybody and I'm just sitting there like I'm like why don't I know anything why don't I know what's going on yeah that does happen a lot though because we got a lot of Newburn jokes that I mean you from Newburn but not from Newburn so I know sometimes when we get to talk about like the olden days oh yeah but it doesn't happen often oh okay cool I'm talking about like right now oh like, you, right like if you were to get together with Dave and Jazz all four of us were to get together and y'all three had some jokes and you and know, like, yeah yeah you just had to be there Kia like <laughs> Kia just had to be there no yeah. and I think they would feel the same way too yeah, that's true. Like, I wouldn't say nothing in the moment, but I was going to be like, so, um, what was that about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can you talk a little bit about, um, like, being interviewed? Yeah, always. I mean, I give my input too. Amen. But yeah, just about the black community. Because I feel like leaving Cleve in the black community may be a, a little bit of a struggle mm -hmm. just because, like, we are uh, the the reverence that we have for our parents and things like that I think sometimes it may the lines may get blurred a little bit I think in the black community one thing is we kick our children out of the house when they turn 18 I feel like I'm surprised that you're saying it's good though like, like you say, oh, you got once you graduate, you gotta leave. I don't know where you're gonna go. I feel like that's College the one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like no, let them establish themselves. Okay. And I feel like leaving clean doesn't necessarily have to be you move out of the house. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's one caveat where we want to kick them out. So they just out there like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. So I feel like that has a negative effect on us in the black community. And again, leaving Cleveland doesn't have to be, like I said, leave the house. I've lived with my parents while I was married. Mm -hmm. My brother lived with my parents for half of his marriage mm -hmm. <laughs> at this point. Um, so I don't necessarily think it has to be a physical or proximity thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's more so of a mindset. Yeah. Um, some people may need to move physically to get that mindset. But it's more of a mindset of, okay, I have now decided to bond my life with this person and when you do it with marriage and you have um, a legally binding contract to this person that makes you family because that is the only way we're related um that's the only way we can speak for one another is having that legal piece of paper mm -hmm. you know outside of being in love and all that <laughs> stuff so i feel like you have to like shift your mindset to say okay i've spent the time invested in this person i have 
chosen this person because you cannot choose your family whatever you say you know friends family whatever yeah. but you cannot choose your family the family you get is the family you get right so you have chosen this person to be a part of your family so you now need to prioritize that that's like i go to the grocery store and i buy some fruits and vegetables I'm going to prioritize that fresh fruit over eating that frozen stuff because it's going to expire if I don't pay attention to it, if I don't use it, if I don't implement it in my cooking or whatever. So you have to put that person first in all aspects. And I feel like it may need to be a conversation with your family if they don't respect the boundaries that you are setting then that needs to be a conversation that you have. But it has to be a mindset shift. And people will see it in your actions. Like, they'll know. Like, our friends, we all have date nights. So if one of us calls each other and be like, hey, can you go out on this night? And be like, ah, no, that's date night. It's not going to be like, no, come on. You got to go. Cancel. Push it back. Change it. <laughs> we respect those yeah, boundaries. Like, we know date it's night is sacred. It's date night. It's not unless the, re the relationship or the couple cancels it. You ain't nobody outside person coming in and canceling that. So I think you have to have that same mindset in moving with leaving and cleaving. Because I feel like a lot of people, like in the black community, we're scared of setting boundaries with our family. And you don't have to be disrespectful in it. It's, it just has to be boundaries. And I think we mentioned this in a previous episode about gentle parenting. Like we set boundaries with how Harper was going to be disciplined and treated mm -hmm. with our family respectfully. Did they all like it? No. But that's what it was and that's what it's going to be and that's what it is. So you just have to know like what are your boundaries? What are the limits you're going to set? And I keep thinking about that conversation where people say um, if you're riding in the car with your girl or your wife and your mom who sits in the front seat. It's like... I'll let them fight over it. <laughs> it's like... Out. I feel like she'd be like, okay, my wife can sit in the front seat and she can choose whether she wants to relinquish that. Yeah. Because she's first. Yeah, yeah. I just... I think... I, I'm, all of these scenarios are like running through my head. So say, before we got married, right? It was me and I was like already financially sound. Mm -hmm. And I had been giving my mom a $1,000 a month for whatever she need to use it for mm -hmm. and then we got married and I'm not able to do that and take care of home but I can't cut my mama off like how would that make you feel <laughs> as as a wife baby you have to cut you have to cut that long <laughs> I mean just take her down notch by notch because how you gonna take care of somebody else's house and you can't take care of your house? That don't make sense. And I feel like people do this though. Like I know that that was just a scenario that I was throwing out, but I feel like people do that. Like they are more concerned with taking care of their parents, and and I get it. Like your parents have done a lot for you, mm -hmm. and they have you know sent you to the best schools and all of those things. But that's what they were supposed to do, and that's what they chose to do. Right, right, you right. You owe your parents nothing, and that's what parents got messed up. We don't owe y'all nothing. That's another harsh reality. But in the black community, I just feel like a lot of times that happens where we take care of home, and we're taking care of home for so long mm -hmm. that when we try to leave, it's like, oh, EJ, you changing up, bruh. You acting funny, like, you know? You gotta be like Mirabelle and Encanto. You gotta stand up to Abuela. Let her know she wrong. So. What do you want? Use your words. Yeah, why are you just pointing? Just wait. There's snacks down here in the Ziploc bag. 
Why you get so hungry when we start recording? But yeah, I feel like you just gotta like you gotta have those conversations, and that's a conversation you need to have before you get married. I don't want to find out we get married, you sending your mom a thousand dollars, but the bills is late every other week. No, hey, man. but I'm paying my mama at the beginning of the month, no, and then I just pay the late fee at the end of the month because I'm gonna have the rest of the money. No, yeah, and I think the other thing too is another example is like you so in love with your parents that your parents know more about your life than your spouse does. Yeah. Like how that EJ be slipping up? No, I do not. Oh, you ain't tell me that. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's you. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, no, it's you. No. You? Nakia talked to her mama every day, uh, three, four times a day. He talked to his mama every day, too. No, I didn't. Every day we come to the uh, let me talk to Val. I ain't talked to I Val talk, today. I talked to my mama about every other day no. or every two he days. It's not every day. Five out of seven days a week. Okay. I'll check my call log right now. And, at any rate, it's not. I don't think that I, we have a leave and cleave issue. That, does not get talk to her mom all the time? Yeah. But I think that there is a healthy balance where, like, if her mom asks her to do something or to go vacation, whatever it is. Let me check with my husband. Yeah, let me check with my husband first and see. You got like, an accountability partner. Yeah, like, your your parents can, you can grow up and have a great relationship with your parents and they can be your best friend. But you still got to have those boundaries. I think Nakia kind of summed up this whole conversation. It's the boundaries. And you set those boundaries from day one. Excuse me. From Especially like from marriage. So like, hey, all right. Nakia is my wife. And, you know, this is what it is. But I also think, and I stole this from Dave many moons ago. Like you got to teach people how to uh, either love you or teach people how you expect to be treated and how you expect your marriage to be treated and so like I don't have those types of problems in, in our marriage like my parents already know like uh, check with Nikea or look EJ I, we want you to come home this weekend see what you and Nikea got going on first I'm not gonna drop everything and run home I'm not gonna drop everything and send my mama a thousand dollars a month you know now if she needed it she down on hard times absolutely I, I, but I still gotta check with Nakia first. It's not like, hey, I sent my mama some money today. It's like, hey, my mama needed this. Can I do that? You know. I mean, certain amounts you can send without asking. Yeah. But you get to the thousands. You ain't never sent me a thousand dollars. Can't even get him to send me fifty dollars for Mother's Day. Yeah, Nakia got her own money. But um, yeah, I think you know, leave and cleave is important, and I think for the for the sake of your marriage, like. If you don't have healthy healthy boundaries, you need to establish those or start to establish those. And I think they can even start when you're dating. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now, but well, go ahead. What no, you gonna I'm say? Just saying, it's, I feel like it starts with when you're dating, especially if you're dating to marry. So you're not just gonna be dating any and everybody. So the person that you're bringing around, you can see potential in marrying them. So. I think the boundaries, you know, start there. Cause yeah. I feel like even when we were dating, it was the same vibe. Yeah, but you be careful though. You you plan, in my opinion, I feel like you playing with a little bit of like uh, thin ice, you know, in that regard. Cause you ain't you ain't proposed to my daughter or you or my husband. But there's still healthy boundaries. Like, oh yeah. You're not telling your family everything about your relationship. Oh, you're yeah, not okay. excluding that person. They know stuff about you. Like you're there. If you're dating to marry, you should be 
I think it's the same thing. You don't, it's not leaving and cleaving, but you're setting those boundaries. Oh, okay. All right. No. You're already, that part. Yeah, there's boundaries even when you're dating. Yeah, there, there are boundaries. I thought you were saying the same thing for no. like leaving and cleaving. Like, nah. Boundaries. Just, it's, I think leaving and cleaving, it's a boundary. There is all about That's the uh, extreme, the ultimate marriage boundary is leaving and cleaving. But oh, but so even you're your relationship. To that. Yeah, even your relationship, you start you start priming it up. Because you don't want to be like, now that I'm married, okay, now I got to check with so-and-so. Now I got to check with so-and-so. You should have been doing that when y'all were dating. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Period. Fair enough. Wow. Right. I think it still could be tricky, though. You know, it's especially tricky in marriage too. Yeah, but I'm saying especially you know, if y'all been out here, you know, because some of y'all be having three, four girls at a no, time. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about dating to marry. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you dating a whole bunch of people. I'm not people talking be dating about three or four people and then get married the next week. EJ, this is not what this is. This is not what we do, doing here. This is not what we talking about and promoting here. Okay, I'm just trying to be. No, you don't no. know who's gonna come across. Okay, so you promote what we talking about. We don't have to and be all inclusive with that. Okay. That flu gaze. I still think it's. I think it's still tricky though. I don't think so. Cause, Cause you did it. Nah, to an extent. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You trying to make it very convoluted and confusing. If you are dating. To marry, you can start the process of setting boundaries. Oh, okay, start. We starting the process. The boundaries ain't set yet. We just yes, there the are process. boundaries. You already have boundaries as yourself as an individual person in your relationship. You should have boundaries because you're not gonna let anybody talk to your girl any type of way, say anything any type of way. If your girl says something to you about your family, then you have that conversation. You're gonna respect and acknowledge what she says. That's there. If you want to do something, you're gonna say, "Hey, babe, I want to go out." People who are dating do that all the time. Hey, babe, my parents want me to come home. What you got going on this weekend? It's the same thing. When I was single, I moved. Just stop because you did. <laughs> I moved. I cannot. I moved how I wanted to move. And then I got married and things changed. No, nah, she's right. She's right. Sorry, I got a little. I know. But that's what that makes good content. Because hmm, EJ was yeah. like. You you know, and then you're not bringing nobody around your family that you ain't serious about. People do that all the time. Who? Not these people. <laughs> not the crowd that we. Not y'all. Not our audience. No. Okay. Cool. 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 Absolutely not. We're talking about monogamy and marriage and how sexy it is. Yeah. Oh God. If you're not with that, you on the wrong channel and podcast. You're on the wrong show. Okay. All right. Well, I think that kind of sum some flew my. I think that sums it up for today. Yep. Leave, like, cleave, and weave. Hyper. Leave, cleave, and weave. Yeah, I think that sums it up for me. I like that weaving part. Yeah, I didn't. I've never heard that before, but I think the weave piece could be a lot of different things. But definitely like weaving in your family and your friends, and being inclusive, and including your wife on decisions or your spouse on decisions. Well, weaving like in this that. is about creating your own lives together. So becoming one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think that also my extended family. Is also a part of us being. No, one. it's talking. No, it's talking about. I, that's my interpretation. It's wrong. No, I, that was my interpretation. Because <laughs> it is. There's no evidence okay. to support that from the text. Yeah, the text was wrong too. She got <laughs> no, that from Webster somewhere. No, no, I don't no. know. No, I see that, but I feel like you have to establish your. Oh right, right, right. Before you bring another week. Yeah, yeah, and I think like we still newlyweds, and so it's very important to have that. 
Yeah, it's important to have that firm foundation because you don't want to have too many people coming in and y'all doing all these different things and y'all on some uh, some sand because every little thing will just knock your marriage off. But when you got a nice firm foundation, then you don't have to worry about all of the outside stuff. You know, you got you got your repelling on. So that's what I would say. Focus on your foundation. You know, leaving it cleave, set that foundation, and then you can start to weave in some of those other things. Mm -hmm. But like like he said, maybe it starts when you're dating, so you ain't got too much weaving to you do. You know, maybe it does. Mm-hmm. Alright. Whatever. So we appreciate y'all. That's it for this episode. You know, drop down in the comments, let us know what y'all think about leave, cleave, and weave. You know, I'm like, we might get that on some t-shirts. Leave, cleave, <laughs> yeah. and weave. Sorry about that. You know, y'all, I was talking about weaving. I don't know if I got to finish it. EJ just threw me off. Uh, I'm gonna cut that yeah. part out so you don't have to worry about it. So yeah. Alright y'all. Until next time. Peace.